back! Hello! Well, you well, finish it. Well, do it. If you start it, you gotta finish it. <laughs> I don't really know where to go after that. Uh, I haven't, it's fine. Uh, All right, well, that's okay. first step. Welcome to Creative Indifferences. We're back uh, for your uh, listening pleasure. Do the whole thing. I'm over, Kurt Hoffman. Do the uh, whole thing over, please. Uh, I don't want to do it now. I thought you were doing pretty good. Thank you. I thought that I I, I thought that's smooth and all right. Well, I hate to be contrarian here, but I disagree. Go ahead and do the whole thing over. All right, third time's trap. Hello, welcome back. This is Creative Indifferences uh, on a week I don't remember now, but I'm Kurt Hoffman. So, I'm Colton. We don't usually list the episode number, but you're good. Yeah, it's just the weeks are all kind of blurring together now, and I just yeah, you know, it's um, yeah, getting getting on in the, in the year, isn't it? It's getting mushy. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like Halloween time, but like. Not? Based around the schedule, the release schedule, I don't think this one will come out until probably after the election. Uh, so <laughs> hopefully we made it. Uh, uh, if not, we are going to release this from beyond the grave. Yeah. Ooh, that's spooky. That is spooky. Um, so, but people uh, demand this from us, so we, so yeah, we it's obligated to pass death to make these episodes for you. Yep, we got to have them. The audience demands them. Uh, so as, as my, my, my co-host mentioned, this is Creative Indifferences. He's Kurt Hoffman. I'm Colton Bazinas. And, uh, over there on the ones and zeros, working the dials, cranking that soldier boy is Nick. Producer yeah, I, Nick. I am the producer. And just so you guys know, as my two co-hosts have already said, this is Creative Indifferences yes. with my, my co-host. Colton Bazinas yes. and Kurt Hoffman. Right, right, yes. And uh, uh, one more I'm time. I'm Kurt Hoffman, by the way. I, Kurt I Hoffman. That's, 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 intro that's the, Kurt. Kurt, you want to intro the show? Uh, I don't think we got just it. Just so you guys, if you don't know, who was just talking was Colton. I'm Colton. This is different creatives. Uh, I'm is... getting some feedback that people can't really differentiate our voices. It's uh, the, in quotations, too white. Hmm. <laughs> They, I mean, they I don't just know hear. How, I don't know how to they that. say it's like just a, a bunch of Hellmans <laughs> being dumped into their ear holes. From from what I've read. Uh, yeah, mm. I've not gotten any of the feedback, so I'm glad I, I am uh, just gonna play ignorant on this one. So. It's all right. There isn't actually any feedback. Nobody's listening. Uh, <laughs> all right. So today, uh, I we all had the distinct pleasure. Of watching a 2019, uh, well, 2018 movie. Uh, Classic. Meet, like, mm-hmm. just, uh, uh, it's called something. It's called Replicas, and it stars Keanu Reeves and Alice Eve, uh, mm-hmm. and Thomas and the Middleditch. Guy. Is that the guy from uh, Silicon Valley, Middleditch? That's the one. That's oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, his role was, like, probably one of the better ones in the movie, I think, right? Sure, I guess. I mean, if I had to rank them. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like Keanu wasn't acting at all in some of this movie. Uh, yeah, he was just uh, playing yeah. himself. <laughs> He's he just was like, playing uh, <gasps> the biomedical the researcher that he really is. Yeah, it's like, but he was like the Point Break kid, like still. All right, so this is a movie that um, was released into theaters. Um, I never heard it about it. I'd heard about it. I I hadn't heard. Uh, great things about it, uh, mm-hmm. which it, it turns out uh, there might be a reason behind it. But uh, they might have uh, they might have some merit. I, I agree. They're 
But he, yeah. uh, let's get into what this this thing is about. I got a, a plot summary here, and and uh, it's pretty meaty, to be honest. The plot summary. Yeah, <laughs> I went into this thing, and this movie was kind of short, but then immediately realized I think it's like two mm. hours, right? It's a hundred and seven minutes. Okay, so, so like it, it feels like two hours. It, it does it, drag. It's a bit of drag. It's a bit of drag. Okay, so. It was- 50 extra minutes than I was expecting, but... Keanu Reeves plays Dr. William Foster. And he and Ed Whittle, who is played by Thomas Middleditch, are biomedical research scientists working for a company called Bionine Corporations in uh, Puerto Rico. That sounds like I a video no game. In Puerto Rico. That sounds like a video I, game. I like, see. I was pretty sure it was in a. It was in a South American country because a lot of the people, yeah. uh, including the authorities that that come after him, do exclusively speak Spanish. Yeah, they're like, "Do you speak Spanish?" They ask you one time. I go, "Oh, okay." Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says no. He's like, "Why are you here? Why are you doing?" And then this? he goes, yeah. "Car batteries." <laughs> but anyways, that's for later. <laughs> All right, so. They they work for this company uh, and they are attempting to transfer the mind of a, a dead soldier into an android body that has superhuman strength. Uh, this is of course codenamed Subject Three Four Five. Yes. Uh, so I, I think it's like the attempt. I think maybe I don't know. You couldn't know. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, Dr. Foster specializes in synthetic biology and mapping the human mind, uh, the neural pathways, if you will. William. Uh, And Dr. Whittle, his specialty is reproductive human cloning. You could see how these two met. Uh, So we got a a body guy and a mind guy, and they're the best of friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so Dr. Foster, uh, successfully manages to capture this soldier's neural map, uh, and transfer it into the android's body, but the, uh, experiment fails because the, uh, soldier wakes up in a robot body and doesn't like it, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was, basically it was... rips its own face off. He's like, yeah, they didn't, uh, yeah. didn't account for that. Yeah. So basically, like, there's a, uh, a synthetic brain in this in this robot that can be destroyed the same way a normal brain does. So uh, basically, what this guy does is, is he rips his face open and uh, punches himself in the brain so that he dies. <laughs> I love that their their thought process was, let's take soldiers who died uh, in a hail of gunfire. Traumatic, yeah. Tra- that's <laughs> yeah. all they got. Their, that's all they got. Their, they got you know. their next waking moment is them in a robot body. <laughs> and also... I thought I thought Keanu runs up and there's just a scene of him pulling out this giant cord of cables out of the back of the robot's chair and then that's yeah. him like powering down as he's pulling his face off. I mean, it is. I mean, it's without just, a doubt, the basic premise of RoboCop. There's yeah, and there's like the yeah. shots, like the shots in these movies is like they just sit there and they feel like almost like a soap opera kind of like you know what I mean. The shots are bad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also so, like, really worth weird. noting is that the robot. Uh, we do see the oh. robot, and and they, <laughs> right out of the gate, um, right. It's the first thing they lead with. They appear to save a good bit of money uh, making this thing, uh, because there. I think there is a physical version of it, but there is also a more frequently used CGI version of it that more looks like almost always um, used. looks like an early 
Toonami uh, transitional move, uh, video. It, look, it looks like slightly worse than like the iRobot animation. Yeah, like, way like worse. A, like a turn, it looks kind of like, similar to the iRobot. But, but, like, but like, like maybe the first yeah. like, like layouts, something like this, and they're like, yeah, but like, you know, better. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. It they looked like, at iRobot and they said, is there like a cheaper version of this? Where, is, where I would were, like yeah. a diet iRobot. Where were, was your jumping <laughs> off point? Where did you start to go? Oh, perfect. Thank you. It's this yeah. robot. Yeah. So. Uh, it's uh, in the way that iRobot has like expressive facial features on the robots. Uh, this one doesn't have that. Um, it don't do that. It doesn't. It's do got it. like light eyes and just like a a, a mouth hole that just speaks. Right? Yep. Yeah, it's got a mouth hole that like lights up in a way that looks kind of like it's moving. Uh, uh so Foster's Doctor Foster's boss, uh, who is the notorious Jones warns him that uh, if he can't get this project to work, they're going to probably shut them down. Uh, so, big sad face on that. Uh, Foster goes home to his beautiful wife, Mona, played by Alice Eve, uh, and his three children, Sophie, Matt, and Zoe. And they Zoe. decide that they're going to go. Um, you know, you get to know them. They are... They are all kind of doing their own thing. They're all It's like a nice family, you know. Everybody yeah. seems to be like the typical white family. They're like, yeah, well they're like and they're living they're abroad. Fun. They're yeah. living abroad, so they're I mean, and their house is enormous. They live in like a mansion. Yeah. Uh, and they only in, show in you the middle of the jungle. Shots of it. Yeah, yeah, it is in the middle of the jungle. Ah, <laughs> oh, those famous Puerto Rican jungles. Mm. Uh and then uh, so they're going to go out on a boating trip, uh, but on the way, the, it starts just pouring, and they don't turn around for some reason. They they just keep going, and he is distracted uh, by a casual conversation with his wife, uh, and then he uh, almost gets hit by a truck, and the whole family in the car, and then instead uh, swerves off the road uh, and crashes into a very large pond also during the road off the road crashing a tree branch from outside comes through and goes right through oh his, yeah his yeah. wife Impa- just like final destination like, bam oh, yeah. just right impales his like, wife yeah his yeah, wife yeah, is right. i mean is most certainly dead at least his wife is it's like uh, Groot, like fucking killer you know it's yeah literally just like a big old just uh, like got and, killed and by all a, the kids were like mom got killed by a Groot dick <laughs> it's um and so the car lands with the back half of it completely submerged. Uh, Keanu passes out, I assume, for just long enough for all of his children to drown in the back seat. Yeah. Uh, and so there's, he pulls some, them out of the car. Yeah, there's some time spent in this movie of him just, like, looking at his dead family, pulling them out, and then just him standing over them in the mud. And the shots are just, like, really silly, I think. But uh, And so... And then, he gets it in his head that he's gonna he's gonna resurrect his family. He's like that's, his family's not dead. Like that's it like, wasn't even there wasn't even like a moment where it was just like what am I gonna do? It was. Uh, he yeah. immediately called Thomas Middleditch, who brought like the brain taking technology, the brain mapping, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so mapping sequence. So in the he, sequence to, um, to run it. Yes. He ran the mapping sequence. <laughs> 
Or if sorry, you watch the movie, he though. booted up the mapping sequence. Boots the, the mapping sequence. It was boot the mapping. That's so. It's funny. a very intense, that's our best impersonation because intense. Boot the mapping the sequence. Boot the mapping sequence. Every time that's someone, probably the best one. Like, every time yeah. someone said it, just like edit in Keanu Reeves actually saying it. We tried to find I it. We tried couldn't. to look. Try to look it up for this episode. Apparently, it's not out there, which you know, is strange because the movie definitely <laughs> does try to come back around to that line a couple more times. It's Weird, not, yeah, weirdly it, enough, not a lot of clips from this movie online. And also, yeah. we forgot to say the uh, his uh, his visor that he can like map the brain with. You know? Oh yeah. So oh, the yeah, the big trope is that they um, he has a big poker visor that uh, that enters like the Iron Man vision that every sci fi movie has to have now, where he can just like three D. Project like a uh, brain and look inside of it, and he and does he like, just a lot like, of like dumb hand motions. Yeah, yeah. just like just like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Iron Man shit. Like someone had to choreograph his hand movements as like, like a little uh, dance. I think to, the, like, the, the to first this. time this happened was in Minority Report, and then it's never stopped happening since then. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's been a, a full decade of 3D screens that are not real. Yeah, and and don't look good. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it on the line. I don't think they look yeah. good. I think it's a cheap gimmick, and uh, I Another, hate it. <laughs> the movie looks very silly. Yeah, the movie does this uh, not two, but three to four times, I believe. At least, and it's like like every time that he needs to check on somebody, he's got to do it through the three D visor. Yeah, and there's, and I that's think, like yeah. all he does. Um, so <clears throat> he. Yoinks his family's brains one at a time. Yoinks them right there in the, yeah, the mm-hmm. yucky pond. And then he convinces Thomas Middleditch to uh, steal billions of dollars worth of equipment from their lab uh, to get their cloning pods. Uh, but Thomas Middleditch is only able to get three, uh, whereas they needed four. So Keanu's family, four deep. Very yeah. sad. Yeah, well, you know... Maybe you should have thought of that before before having that fourth kid. Yeah, Keanu's like, I need this other pot, and he's like, I I can't. Like, there's no way. Uh, so he has to then choose which one of his family members he will not be resurrecting. And he pushes he pushes around this pretty hard. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a good five minutes of the movie. Is he's uh he just immediately decides he can't decide, and so puts their names uh, on pieces of paper. Uh, um, he holds a raffle, a raffle That's style, yeah. and and, uh, and demands that his best friend choose. And Thomas Middleditch understandably says, yeah. "No, I will he's not." That's where he puts his yeah. foot down. He's like, "Okay, bud. Like, look, I will help you clone your family illegally, but, but I'm not I will not which choose one not which one of. we're not going to do it to." And you know, uh, luckily, and I think rightfully, uh, he Keanu has to do it. Keanu's like, "All yeah. right, fine." And he chooses Zoe, the youngest... uh, The little baby girl. Yeah, and he also goes through and erases her memory from the neural maps of the other three. But as it turns out later in the film, we find out he didn't do a great job with that. uh, Because the mere (laughs) suggestion of of this name, Zoe, is... uh, Enough to bring her right back, and also he, he didn't buff enough of her out of the house. He like he had like a little sticky note of her like on his computer. Yeah, and like, so it the girl's like, out. "There's a girl, she has a girl wrote Zoe in my closet. What the fuck is that, Dad?" He's yeah, like, oh, so Zoe uh. did share a bedroom with the oldest daughter, who was a teenager. <laughs> uh, the, so the youngest and oldest daughter shared a room, uh, and then. Uh, it was a bunk bed that just had a big pillow that said Zoe on it. <laughs> 
And so naturally, Kiana had to get rid of every trace of Zoe. Uh, but he, as you know, he didn't do a very good job. It, and he also just like threw away the top bunk, just like in like the garbage. Yeah. Out. He like wheels it down to the front of his house. Well, it's just like the bye bye man. He just like chucked it into the into the woods. <gasps> yeah, no, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> They'll never find it. Um, okay, so basically, these cloning so these cloning pods. There's like. They need a lot of, like, sugar and water and stuff to basically 3D print a body. And they can never uh, lose power. They have to be, Yeah, like, they have to keep it powered the, the whole time. So he goes and steals, like, 100 car batteries. Yeah, he's like, do you have a backup generator? He's like, no. He's like, well, I have a solution. And he steals, like, all the car batteries around his house. And even the cops are like, dude, people are losing car batteries. Did you lose any? Yeah, the police came to talk to him, and he was like, hey, get the fuck out of here. I'm American. And he's and, like, I have my batteries. And that right, okay. basically works. Um, yeah. <laughs> so basically, he has to pretty much disappear from his life for 17 days to uh, to watch these, these clones build themselves to maturity. Yeah, someone has to watch it at all times. Like, there's no, like, so, even and for, then, like, a second, it's fine. So he has that long to solve the problem of making a brain want to be in a body that it was not supposed to be in. Because basically that's what he discovers the issue is, is that when a brain enters another body, it wants to uh, kill itself. It deteriorates uh, and it ages abnormally and it wants to die. So uh, he has to find that problem so he spends a lot of time in his little 3d visor uh just looking at close-up pictures of brains and uh, living in his basement watching his kids yep, grow he's into, pretty like, much moved into blocks. the basement uh and then he, he realized they look like no, really big pickle jars they're like uh yeah you can see they really uh spared the budget here for like the robot which is like huh because they don't show you, it's just a bubbly dark bu- cube. Right? Yeah. So also throughout this time, like uh, Bio Nine is of course calling and trying to get updates on the project on this billions of dollars project, and he's just not in. He's not coming into work. Uh, yeah, his buddy said he's like sick. He's like trying to cover for him. So yeah, he's, and like, Jones is just like, "What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> you don't like get to do that." Uh, and so. They're uh, trying to create. He's trying to create a cover story of an illness in the whole family to explain their absence. He's like trying to like take over their social media feeds and let people know that they're. Yeah. Oh no no, super not dead. He, yeah, he goes into work and then he has to like go on all their phones and he's just like does nothing to, to cover up Zoe's existence in that way. I um, like the one the one the bit they show you is like he like goes into his like daughter's like uh, dating life. He's like uh, Juan, I don't want to date anybody till I'm eighteen and like signs off. I was like. Alright, you? Yeah, he does, he does protective dad stuff uh, for one of his daughters. And his son is only, like, <laughs> video gaming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he's he is able to solve the brain connectivity problem when he notices that his wife's central nervous system uh, responds to his touch. Oh, yeah, uh, after so... they scoop him out of the bins. Like, yeah, so they, they, they mature and, he, and then they get I guess ejected from their pods, and then uh, he's Middle like, Ditch is like, "You got, you've got two days to get a brain in these bodies, or they are going to die." Yeah, because he's like, he's like putting them in a coma, like he's medically inducing them into like a coma. 
Now, this is the part where uh, I kind of tuned out to this explanation, but uh, so I'm just going to read what the Wikipedia says this is. Uh, so, after seeing his wife's central nervous system reacting to his touch, he realizes that subject 345 failed because the mind expects connection to a biological body with a heartbeat and respiration rather than the synthetic one. Okay. Uh, don't get that. Uh, he knows now that oh, yeah. My- transfer into the clones will not be a problem. So he basically decides that his family is definitely not going to rip their own faces off, and he just goes for broke and shoots their brains right back into their bodies. Yep. Uh, and uh, then, you know, he he puts them in their clothes, puts them in their room, and goes to sleep hoping for the best. And wouldn't you know it, it's fine. Yeah, that was so weird how, like, that was just, like, it's like, oh, it it didn't work because we didn't, it, the body, he's like, the body, like, the body needs it to touch. It's like, but now I know how to fix the robot. I just need to make it not think that way. And it's right. Like, so his family just, is like, acting normal people. and he's, and it has been no time for them, uh, but he's been, like, 20 days for the rest of the world. Uh, and so he doesn't really get any time to explain that to them because he has to go back to work because they have received a new dead body, fresh, that's ready to be put into robot form. And they have a new donor or something. They have someone who's like, more money's coming in. This is it. You the know? new donor is the yeah, dead yeah. is the dead body. the oh, the don yeah. The donor is is of the body. The body. The body oh, I, is donated. I thought it was people donating money to their to their company or like giving money to their. No, it turns out that it's it's difficult for them to get people who volunteer to donate their bodies to the experiment of being put into a robot. Yeah. Uh, so this and one also, comes also, in to get the I, to get like the brain out of people. He had to put this like helmet on that like poked into their eyeball. Yeah, it pokes right, right oh, into their yeah, eyeball, yeah. like a big old, big old spike, and he, he's only done it on dead bodies. Like he uh, has, cause, yes, cause, or like bodies that are just like he. It's a, it's a basic like it. lobotomy kind of thing, but yeah. Uh, so he he is being told that he is going to need to do this operation on this freshly dead body, uh, and he doesn't want to do that anymore. He feels like it's irresponsible to do what he's already done to his family to another and, person. And like, yeah, his wife is saying, like, is it? Is this the right thing to do? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like thinking about it. Thomas Middleditch is like, what are you fucking talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You you already did this four times. (laughs) So, uh, So he basically lies and says that the brain damage on the dead body is too, too much to do the experiment. And so, in order, and and so instead, decides to record his own mind for Android friend. Mm-hmm. He goes into the bathroom the and bathroom, so uh, sticks, sticks a needle in his eye, gets his brain juices, I guess. And he like talks to that his boss guy for a second or two. Yeah, his right? boss. He's gonna do it. Yeah, his, his boss, boss follows him in because he's like, oh, oh, <laughs> just stabbing himself in the eye. Yeah, his boss follows him into the shitter and is just like, "Hey, you doing good? Are we doing? Are we doing good money?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah!" <laughs> and like, yeah. stabbing his own eyeball. And, and this uh, movie loves to like do close-ups of stuff and shit. It like does a close-up of his eyeball, and it's just like you click and drug it, like when it poked into his hole. Oh yeah, we, yeah, just like pushed in a little bit. It's just like ooh, and you're like ah. Oh, 
Uh, so he maps his own brain and starts to transfer it into Android. And then he goes he, home yeah. because he's he, like, well, boop, gotta go home. He walks um, right out of the bathroom in the middle of Thomas Mills and he's bleeding from his eyes. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, dude, I'm putting my brain in that robot. He's like, you are the worst. <laughs> he's like, oh my gosh, how are you alive? It's for dead bodies. You just poked your brain? Are you fucking numb? But now he, he Keanu has a, his, his like, main brain on these huge memory cards. Like, these yeah, huge Yeah, so, yeah, they're roughly the size of three VHS tapes stacked on top of each other with a big handle. That's pretty good, yeah. That's... Uh, and so, but he must go home. He must return to his recently awoken family. Uh, but Sophie, his oldest daughter, has a nightmare of her mother dying in the car crash. Of a tree branch going right through her gut. Like, Yoink. He forgot to take the accident out of their heads, too. Uh, and then... That's an odd, quick Iron Man moment. Mona catches um, catches Dr. Foster uh, operating and erasing her memory uh, with his Iron Man visor. Uh, and so, having been caught, he immediately confesses to his wife that they died in the car crash and he brought him back to life. Uh, and his wife is pissed, and but still lying about the other dog. Yeah, like. yeah. He didn't tell. He didn't tell him that yet. Um, and then at dinner, uh, <laughs> at dinner, evidence of Zoe comes into it comes in to play, and he must also own up to that. And so she's like, "Are you <laughs> joking? Like you erased a daughter <laughs> from us?" And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, only had, I only had three pops. My bad, I only had 20 days. Uh, and so at this time, there's no time to deal with that because the notorious Jones is here. And he Jones. confronts Foster and reveals that he is aware of what they did with the family. And he was like letting it happen. And uh, Keanu was like, oh, cool. Uh, now what? Did you see that it worked? And he's like, I did see that. That's very cool. It's very cool that it worked. We're gonna have to kill your family. He's like, yeah. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, yeah. Go have to know your family. Say goodnight. And now go, we'll yeah, kill them go again. enjoy uh, goodbye with the family, uh, and then I'm going to murder them again. <laughs> and he uh, says, not this time, and stabs him with a needle. And he's like, oh, why? He's like, uh, it's illegal. It's super illegal what you did. <laughs> Do you know what people, do, you, do you know what people would do if you could do stuff like, like this? Like, like the jail time for this is forever, like forever. Uh, and because the they're would being take them. they're being financed by the U.S. government uh, to provide a military weapon, he finds out. Uh, he thought that they were a medical company. It turns out they're a military company. That's where they got all those soldiers from. Coming I thought it was out. a drug company. Yeah, yeah. It turns out. Yeah. Um, so Foster's family has been declared loose ends and must be eliminated. Uh, f- so Foster just kind of stabs like, I'll give you Jones. the algorithm because yeah. they want the, the the how to transfer the the mind into a robot and like into the body. They want he wants all that stuff and then he wants to like kill right. Keanu. Yeah, family. yeah, the algorithm that makes the body transfer work. <laughs> so he do- he says he's gonna go get that, uh, but instead stabs him in the neck. Um, <sighs> And then uh, the throws, stuff he's been throw, his family. throws the algorithm into the microwave. Wraps it in tinfoil. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's probably got enough metal parts on it to not even need that. But he does do that. <laughs> and then um, he, uh, he flees the scene with his family, as- attempting to escape by boat. They go to Thomas Middleditch's boat. But the dang old keys are gone. Turns out 
Thomas Middleditch is the one that told Jones this is what's up, and he did turn them in uh, because he was just like, he's like, look, I think this is going too far. And Jones like, no, let it play out, man. And then <laughs> Jones' boys appear at the dock and take his cloned family, his yeah. replica, replica family. Foster and the clones are abducted back to the facility uh, where... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Keanu has the algorithm in his brain. Yeah, Jones is now insisting that uh, Keanu give the algorithm to him. So he has to uh, go- upload his brain, or yeah, he also kills brain. Thomas Middleditch. So. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, as like yeah. A, as like a yeah a measure of I'll show you I'm serious. Here's this guy that that you like, and he dead now. He just shot him like right in the brain too. Like yeah, can't, clone can't that. fix, can't save that. Can't clone headshots. No, no mm. go. Uh, so, <sighs> okay. Uh, he uploads his brain, uh, not only into the algorithm, but into 343, the robot body. Right. 345. Three, three, four, four, five. Five. So, yes, three, four, five. so, yes, Sorry. Keanu, Keanu uh, is now in his body as well as a copy of his brain in 345. And 345 just dispatches people with brutal, brutal force. He's just, just easy. All the henchies roughing them up uh he stabs jones right in the gut uh and so shit uh so as jones is dying he's like you know like that's this isn't it like they're gonna send people after you and he's like cool well you're gonna die and so let's make a deal big guy and so i'll bring you back and if if uh you know two fosters they make a deal with jones basically jones will live in a cloned body uh, and become rich by working with Robo Foster, uh, selling clone transfers to wealthy people who are looking for a second life. Uh huh. Well, uh, living Keanu gets to live out his life on the beach with right. his. Right. Now, re brought back clone Zoe. Yes. He got to bring so, back. all of the family is back together. Middle none Dish is of, dead. Almost none of them are real. Everyone's um, alive except Middle Ditch. That's a bummer. Thomas Middle Ditch got. Got the real shit end of that stick for trying to do the right thing, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really did. Really did. And then, uh, and then of course, nice the, bad, the bad guy got super rich. Uh, and there's Three, a, the... a slave version of Keanu Reeves out there living in a robot body. And yeah, there's a there's a shot of that robot body in a suit at the, yeah, in like so Dubai, we, we the top of a hotel. Like, robot yes. Turns around in, uh, in a suit and he... Uh, takes a Dubai ma- businessman's brain, and what so was, that's what he's up to. What's comparable to that is like the uh, the last few minutes of that uh, Will Smith movie where he's fighting his younger self. Uh, oh man! Uh, oh fucking! What was that movie? Called? Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's like, why are you showing us this part? Like, just stop. Just end the movie. But he's just like, you have to see this. Like, I don't know if they're comparable. I think the Gemini Man's ending was worse. Yeah, it it did impact the movie more. This 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 ending was just like, oh wow, okay, like, oh cool, why not? Yeah. Uh, so that like the idea, is the plot of replicas. Replicas. If you didn't see it, don't see it. But uh, you basically have now. So. So yes, that was that. Um, I have been given the task of coming up with the follow up. You have replicas, and here I have done just that as asked and answered. 
Man, that's good. Here goes. You guys ready? Yes, man, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Alright. So we open following a professional crew as they plan to break into a compound. They're working for a mysterious patron. The first ten minutes of this movie are an elaborate heist that has many misdirects and requires team members to use one specific skill that they were recruited to do. It's typical heist stuff. Nice. The, they pull it off, though, and the leader of the group meets with the mysterious patron on the top of a large building to deliver the goods in a locked case. As a really big rolly chair spins around, we reveal... That it is a very bad CGI robot in a suit who has hired this crew. It's Keanu Bot. Yes. Cut <laughs> to six months earlier. The replica of Dr. Foster has been embezzling millions of dollars from the world's richest families by promising them replica bodies and not delivering. Not delivering? Well, he's been just taking the money. Okay. I guess the bodies he's been delivering have been deteriorating after a certain amount of time. Oh. <clears throat> and so he manages to escape his arrangement with the duplicitous Jones, leaving him dying in a pool of his own blood. Oh no, Jones. Having yeah, nearly all the money he could ever need, Robo Foster decides that what he really wants is what he once had as an, a mortal man. So with his millions of dollars, he's able to hire a team to track down his former self and plan an elaborate heist to break into real Foster's extremely secure island compound in order <laughs> to seal up the backed up copies of his family's minds. Okay. So he wants to create his own clone family, so there's two of the same families roaming around. Correct, Nick. Okay. It, you're, you're picking up what I'm laying down. Does, right. does he want a robo family, or does he want to, too, be human also? Well, stay tuned. Oh, okay. Oh, act stay, two. Stay tuned. <laughs> act two. We see all the planning that goes into hiring and recruiting the crew. We get to know them, like Ocean's Eleven. Uh, I didn't write any of them out because wasn't that interested in them. Um, <laughs> That's fine. But these guys, they all have money beyond compare. They've been thieves their whole lives. They don't really need this job. Uh, but what they don't have is the safety to spend their money freely. So Robo Foster makes a deal with each and every crew member to grow them a new replica body that will go to jail for their crimes for them in their stead, providing them with the ultimate clone patsies. Oh, that's perfect. Then we see a recapped uh, version of the heist from the beginning and lead right back to the meeting of the heist leader and Robo Foster. Robo Foster escorts the heist leader to a courtyard where his crew has been taken hostage by a group of powerful robots. Foster asks the, the heist leader, Are you sure you can live with this? And winking, the heist leader says, I'll manage. And so the robots tear the crew to shreds. The heist leader and Robo Foster shake hands, and the heist leader leaves the facility, pushing a sedated copy of himself on a gurney. It turns out there was only enough money to really make one copy of a person. 
And Ooh. we got a double cross. We... Okay, okay, okay. So human, fo- human, human will, human Keanu had the robots. No. Okay. Where did the army robots come from? Robo Robo Foster made them. Okay. Then who hired the team? The other team. Also Robo Foster. Okay, alright, now I get it. <laughs> he hired the team with the promise of he would pay them by giving them replicas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. he really was only he really only made a replica for the leader who had double crossed his crew. Okay. Costing and- costing significantly less to to do. Okay, yeah. But uh were the were the were the humans sent to steal the Family's the, memories. Yes, the this the heist already happened. So the heist okay. happened in the beginning, and we see like a a cut yep. down version okay. of it in the middle, where we see like we see how it came to be, and then it happens, and then we cut to the middle. Okay. Yep. All right. So heist leader gets away with his uh his replica. I see. Robo Foster does the science montage work of uploading his family's in Iron Man vision to the his family's brains into robot bodies. Ooh. After a cold and emotionless reunion with his new automaton atomic family, he reveals his plan to his robo-wife. He has built them a rocket and plans on building them a new home where no one will ever look to find them. On the moon! Their robot bodies do not require Earth's atmosphere to survive, so they will be at the fullest of advantage, surviving on the moon. Ooh, space movies. Seeing that they have no choice in the matter, the robot family prepares to embark on their next great journey. That would be so terrible. Be like, Dad, I'm not moving to the fucking moon. (laughs) I'm sorry, son, but you are. You have no what? real friends, son. You're a robot. I wish I was dead again. <laughs> you just see your 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 like real life self having fun on like social media. I guess what he could what, <laughs> what he could do is living on the beach. Um, he Fuck. could he growing could, up. Um, he yeah. could plan to to give them uh, bio uh, the 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 clone bodies once they build the facility on the moon but they will probably survive on the moon for a while as robots until the facility is ready for humans oh yeah maybe he's just trying to start like a, a better society maybe a, I, as I a robot his whole deal is he he's got the same brain as keanu reeves in this movie so my my thought was well he probably just wants to get away yeah but but if he like, <laughs> this is the only way <laughs> but, like, but like they're gonna want people up on the moon to like you know what are his kids gonna do Grow people are die. looking for him he the people he's crossed the 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 rich families he's crossed over are looking for him on earth they'll never stop i think it's crossover kinda... crossover the u.s military who also in space what if he was like a westworld-esque thing where he like took a bunch of people's minds too, like copied uh great people's minds it's just like i'm going to the moon with a bunch of real nice people and we're gonna start over maybe that's how he got the money is he he ransomed people's minds after he let their bodies die like, <laughs> like look i'll give you i'll give you your daddy's mind back but you're gonna give me half of your money yeah and uh daddy's gonna go to the moon he's gonna forget you ever existed and people are trying to negotiate, but you can't negotiate with the cold, steely form of a robot. 
Yeah, and if he's got Iron Man vision, dude. You're he's got Iron Man vision. You're <laughs> fucked. It's over, dude. No way. Uh-uh. He doesn't even need the helmet anymore. He can just see in Iron Man vision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He just projects it. It's just like... <laughs> so I would end it on them getting ready to embark to the moon. Um, if I were to do a follow-up to my... Uh, oh, by the way, the, um, the title of this uh, particular uh, follow-up would be Replicas Mind Heist. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, replica to the moon. No, I wouldn't call it that. Um, I know. The, I, if I did a follow up to this particular feature, it would be about his uh, robo wife rebelling against him and realizing how much he's lost it, and uh, finding a way to save her family from him. Uh, a moon, a, moon, a moon escape, a lunar escape, if you will. Replicas, lunar escape. Or what if she? Or yeah, she could like overthrow him and then just like become the better like leader of maybe the little civilization up there. Again, I don't think they're starting a society. I think they're just going to live oh, there. Right. They're ro- the, They're robots. I think the next sequel should be called Replicas Three, Four, Five, and then you combine those three movies together, so it's six hours. Hmm, I like that. And then it's on TV. The, well, it, the whole thing is called the Three, Four, Five Saga. So. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> So it just all comes out at the same time, right? The we put it together mind. as like, like remember when they put all the Godfathers together as one like long feature on HBO? Yeah. It's just like that, same quality. Uh, uh, we will and, be booting the mapping like sequence, and you have to watch it all at once. If you take a single bathroom break, it the the spell is broken. You will not understand the true yeah. art of this franchise, and you'll never be able to see it. And again. you disgust me as a human being. So, but to Patui. Um, I would like to imagine that Thomas Middleditch would return uh, in kind of a Cortana function as like uh, as a, a purely holographic being. Uh, he, like, Who he, runs uh, Keanu's house as he his was security sure system. Keanu, Keanu and him both backed their minds up before. Uh, or, or once Keanu had mapped his mind, Thomas Middleditch is like, that's actually a pretty good idea. And he had his mind mapped because he realized he had fucked Keanu over, so he's probably going to get fucked at some point. Keanu only knew that he could do it because before, in the first movie, flashback, Keanu put him into a coma and copied his mind in the, right. in the first movie. Yeah, he like can't help but do this to anyone he like likes. Yeah. He's just like, your turn, your turn, your wow, turn. Wow, I like you. Why am I so sleepy? Can uh, I copy your mind and change your memories, please? Oh, he never asks. That's the problem. That's the I real problem. It. It's oh. so invasive. I love the confidence. Uh, so that is uh, my planned uh, group of follow-ups to Replicas, uh, the trilogy. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I think... What was a fun fact that I learned about this movie when I was doing some research? I think um, it had like a billion producers. Yes, so typically a movie will have, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, one to five producers, maybe. Uh, this one had 39 producers, so... Yeah, it had a budget of, what, like, 70 million? Or, uh, 30 like... million made 9 million. Also, uh, it was filmed in August of 2016, but it didn't get released in the United States until January of 2019. So it was ah. sitting on the shelf for a while. Ah, Okay. Uh, and I was wrong. It's not 39 producers. It's 37 producers. So I, dare you be I wrong do to apologize listeners. to the two imaginary producers that I made up. Awesome. According That's to IMDb, 
this is pretty crazy considering um, the financial troubles this guy has. But Nicolas Cage turned down the role before it went to Keanu Reeves. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty actually a role Ke- Nicolas Cage turned down. Can it, I tell you? I think this movie would have worked better with Nicolas Cage. I was gonna say it would have been a whole different movie too. with Nick Cage. A Robo been... Cage? Are you kidding me? That would have been fantastic. That that's yeah. Uh, but I will say, in those years, Nicolas Cage was busy making actually some better movies. So I'm glad that that he did turn those down to make like Mandy and uh, and The Color Out of Space. Yeah, I've two seen... films you guys gotta watch. Yeah, they're watch really Mandy, they're Hollywood, prime. But... They're prime. Uh, let me uh, before we end up here, I'm gonna see if there's any other fun facts from the the IMDb page. <laughs> Um, 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 um. This is a little song I'm writing called "Looking for Fun." Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking for fun. His wife oh. was like super okay with everything. Like she never was like, not she, a problem. She, she was, was like, a dutiful wife. She was only allowed to be mad for about thirty seconds at a time. Yeah, well, I think, yeah. yeah, when she got mad, it was like Jones showed up, and then. Right, the Keanu's movie only. Like, All right, no time to be mad. People are trying to kill us. So he just, we, he we just keeps. Well, that's fine. I better end up on a beach at the end of this. With my full family. Uh, one of you will end up on the beach, and one of you will end up on the moon. Who will it be? <laughs> hey, here's a real stretch for what would be considered a fun fact. Um, in the film, Keanu Reeves plays Dr. William Foster in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Reeves' co-star from The Matrix and John Wick's Lawrence Fishburne also plays a character named Dr. William Foster. Isn't that fun? <laughs> what Did you read the uh, super bummer fact at the end of the IMDb? Is it the one with the warning spoilers? Yes. Uh, I'll read it right now. <clears throat> I haven't read. Uh, this is the first time reading it, so if it's a bummer, we oh, can really cut it. <laughs> first time hearing it. First time hearing okay. it. Okay. In the movie, William's wife and kids die in a car accident. In real life. Oh, no. <laughs> in real life, Keanu Reeves and his then partner had a stillborn daughter in 2000. Uh, what the fuck? Who writes that shit? That tragedy caused the couple to break up and struggling with depression. And struggling Don't. with his depression, his partner shortly died in a car crash. What is this? That's not a fun fact even a little bit. Did Keanu write that? Is someone help Keanu? 13. Yeah, maybe it's like for all you people talking shit, this is what happened in my life. Yeah, nearly 18 years ago, before this, there's a real parallel with something that happened in my life. Even though there's not really that no. much of a parallel. No, it's kind of just this? thrown in there to bum people out. I'm gonna go and ahead and give that one. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give that fun fact a thumbs down. Yeah, that's, that's a, a thumbs down. That's a huge bummer. Sorry, yeah. Keanu. That sucks. Who gets to add facts to uh, IMDb pages? Probably actors. I think Keanu wrote that one still. But do you just, do you have to be like certified or something? I don't know. We should try and get certified so we can add facts to these pages. Read we our own facts. On add the show. like absolute lunatic, lunatic just lies. Yeah. Look at this fact that's on there that we put there. See how quickly we can get banned from IMDb. How many emails do we have to make? All right. Well, uh, replicas, mind heist coming. Uh, twenty. Well, it, it'll be filmed by twenty twenty one, but it won't be out until twenty thirty seven. 
uh, after all of the kids have grown uh, and and left acting behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, but the third one doesn't need them because they're robot bodies. Well, yeah, the third one's completely CGI. So basically, mm-hmm. we can, we, that one actually is done already. This is cash money here. Yeah. So uh, thank you for uh, tuning in to Creative Indifferences. Next week we have a special episode. I'm excited for you to listen to. Uh, I, I, I feel comfortable revealing it now. Uh, we have uh, a longtime friend of the pod, Eric Spooky Dominguez, will be coming Whoa. on to do a guest pitch for a project that is near and dear to his heart. Um, and we will... I don't feel comfortable revealing what his truth is right now, so uh, we'll wait till next week, and you'll get to see by the title what it is. Okay, that sounds cool. Uh, and yeah. he, you guys are also—he's you're a part of other podcasts with him. Yes, this is a backdoor pilot to another podcast I'm working on with him, uh, and we'll probably talk about it next week. But get excited uh, for that information. He also is now the lone host of On the Level with Jordan and Eric. That he is, <laughs> he is currently carrying On the Level with Jordan <laughs> Only, Only On the Level. Which we briefly made fun of in another uh, episode for only having one ad read uh, play. And then they, he did re-record. I would like to update that, that disc. Uh, he did re-record it and has been playing the re-recorded version, which is incredibly specific to something we said months ago. Uh, <laughs> but it has been playing that same that same new version uh, over and over every episode for three to four months. So, <laughs> I am an avid listener, Eric. I love what you do. Uh, you have a podcast with him too, Nick. I do, yeah. We have a basketball and football podcast that we record with each other every week, so uh, it's been pretty fun. Want to drop a name on that, or are we just going to Oh, yes. High Vertical. I mean, I was going to fucking listen to it. But, I mean, High Vertical. Hey, people listen to this for These that. fan bases don't intersect in any way. I don't know if that's true, Nick. I think the fan bases are just people who know us. Who knows, yeah. Kevin doesn't listen to this podcast, and that's our fan base on the other podcast. Damn, so. Kevin. Dude, I don't want Kevin to listen to this. I want Kevin to listen to this. I want him to get an idea of what creativity sounds like. Kevin would make it two minutes into this podcast before oh, giving yeah. Up and playing men. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty inside baseball here. Um, well, a lot of a uh, lot of fun stuff on the horizon. Uh, I hope you guys are having fun. I'm having a dang old blast. Can't help it. It's been fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, after next week, we'll uh, we'll return to our format. But uh, thank you, and you have yourself a good week. Bye. 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 Bye.